There are many guides and books that give excellent wisdom for those who would seek to make an offering of their lives to God. Still, there is little practical information about how to go about the day-to-day business of being a Benedictine oblate. This little book is an attempt to give practical suggestions to the beginner and the expert. However, if what you do gets you closer to God every day, then don't change a thing. But if you need new materials, new practices, new ideas or attitudes, then just consider reading this booklet. This little book is a collection of suggestions, and who knows, maybe one will turn out to be just the thing that makes all the difference. These are strictly my experiences and opinions. I hope that they will be of some assistance to you as you try to get closer to God. So, you want to do monk-like things, but you don't really know where to begin. We want to be in the world, but not of the world. We must live in the world, but not be spiritually contaminated by the world. On an ideal day, this is my preferred pattern of prayer. But since we don't live behind cloistered walls of a monastery, things happen all the time. I accept these interruptions with ease, but as times and events allow, I return to my prayers. Maybe there is something in my day that you might want to add to your day. Remember, there is no sin in not doing these routines. The surest way to be spiritually sound is to design a robust spiritual life. The best way to start your day is with prayer. The first words of the day could be the Psalter morning prayer. While still in bed or on your prayer mat at the foot of your bed, pray. I have a terrible time waking up in the morning, so I soak in the hot tub. The combination of warm water and cool morning air slowly wakes me up. If I can't use the hot tub, then I open the window or door and let the morning chill sink in. Twenty minutes later, after morning prayer, I am ready to start my morning hygiene routine. This is when I also start my morning rosary. Showering and shaving become a sacred meditation on the life and times of Jesus and his mother. The rosary ends and then I pray for every person living and dead on my prayer list. After that is breakfast. We probably all say grace at a meal, but how many of us say grace after a meal? Find a traditional Catholic after-meal prayer and say it. Around this time of the morning, I have to listen to the news. Being a responsible citizen, I listen to the news either morning or night, but seldom both. There are important world matters that need our attention, but most of the stories are about people killing or raping or robbing each other. I get severely worried and tire if I dwell on the news too much. I usually take a moment to pray for the victims and the offenders. Off I go in the car to work. I pay attention so as not to cause accidents, and I pray for the less courteous and skilled drivers.
Usually, I pray for the reckless drivers and that God protect them and the drivers around them. When I arrive at work, I usually do an act of contrition. This habit started a couple of decades ago. At the time, I had a fairly dangerous job, and I wanted a clear conscience just in case I was killed. The habit stuck with me all these years, but recently a friend suggested that I pray before I start the car. After all, the most dangerous thing I do these days is drive. Be that as it may, I have arrived and attempt to have awareness of God and His will all day. I have an ongoing discussion going on in my head. It is usually about what I am doing at work and how I can be of better service in my God-given role.